0: In a world where a fat man can do a podcast and get away with it because no one has to see how he looks. He hides behind a video camera and he also
1: records butt stuff. Joey Valentine has entertained us for decades or at least two episodes or three a week. It depends on his attitude, equaling 200 of them over a two-year span. Joey has accomplished so much and so little, nothing at all. Do people care? We don't know. We'll find out more on episode 201. But this is episode 200, where he tells you about his small balls and dick, and how he runs around the table butt naked chasing his cats. This is the noise that
0: keeps me awake. My-
1: Right again, oh,
0: right there! Oh, right there! Oh. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Fat Guy Loves Cake, the 200th episode. I can't believe it. When I started this podcast, it was—I don't know—a little into the uh, first year of the pandemic. And uh, I needed something, as an extrovert, I needed something to uh, really be able to focus all my artistic creativity, as it were, uh, into something, and it became Fat Guy Loves Cake. And uh, coincidentally, I became a fat guy (laughs) throughout the pandemic. I'm working on that right now. Uh, But um, yeah, 200 episodes, I can't believe it, man, Uh, and a couple of bonus episodes here and there, but... It has been a lot of fun, and I've made a lot of shows, and I've done a lot of really creative stuff, and it's been a great outlet for me, and I feel like I have solidified my place in history, sort of, somehow. <laughs> Who gives a shit, right? Um, thank you so, so much to all the people over the years that have contributed. To- I sound like- I sound like I'm not going to accepting an award here. Thank you for the... <laughs> for- Giving me single-digit payments on Spotify. I'd like to thank my producer. and Anyway, uh, no, but seriously, thank you for all my friends, the inspiration, the great stories, the great memories, everything that everyone has done that has influenced everything that I have done up to this point, which is a lot of you. And I'm going to talk about some of you guys on this episode. I was able to get a bunch of very close friends to send me audio clips on Facebook. I asked anyone who was willing would uh, send me whether it be good or a bad memory or whatever they wanted to say. I said, it's my 200th episode, and if you would send me an audio clip through Facebook and say something, and I got a great response. So I'm going to talk about those in a little bit, and I thank you everyone uh, who responded. That was very, very cool of you guys. Uh, before I get to that, though, I want to take you guys on a little journey before I forget about it because I'm playing this game. Now, you may or may not be into video games. It doesn't matter because you don't have to be into video games to enjoy the humor of this story. But I am going to talk about a video game that I've been playing a lot lately called Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Now, this game is set in ancient Greece in Athens with the Spartans versus the Athenians. And uh, you play this character, Alexios. I am Alexios. He is a studly, beefcake greased up Greece. greek <laughs> greek <laughs> greasy greek man and um and you know you're kind of playing both sides spartans uh, against athenians and going around trying to find your mom and your dad who was like a great spartan leader blah, blah 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 it's not the point the point is you are able to have a lot of sex in this game and i don't mean <laughs> the kind with men and women. I'm talking about the kind with men and a men. <laughs> So anyway, this is kind of like a choose your own adventure game. As you meet people and you meet a lot of people and you get all these choices as to what you can say to them. Now, I also want to remind my listeners that anyone who listens to the show probably knows the segment of the propane rednecks. I work with a lot of hillbillies, a couple of Mexicans. Everyone is very, very backwoods and racist uh, in a fun way. (laughs) I know that sounds very uh, like what? But no, really, like in a fun way. Everyone has fun with it because no one's got a tight ass. You have to understand that what I'm telling you now, I told them this morning. So, I want you to imagine, visualize that I'm telling them because I thought it was funny, you know, because for someone to create a game, you know, you've got a thousand different people, well, not a thousand, but hundreds. At least working on the creation of a video game, coding and, and storytelling and, and voiceovers and all this stuff that has to be done to make a video game. And when anything happens in a video game, it's not because I wanted it to, it's because they created it for me to play it that way. Now, granted, I don't have to have gay sex with everyone I meet in the game. I do have the option to say no, but then I wouldn't know what happens if I picked the gay sex option. I, I'm getting ahead of myself here. So, I thought all this was funny because my count right now in Greece, in ancient Greece, my count is two women to seven men so far, and I'm only halfway through the game, and I would be banging more women in the game were the opportunity to present itself, yet it never does. It just continues to be men, and quite flamboyantly gay men at that. Uh, Well, with a few exceptions, but I'll get to that. So I sit down in the office this morning and I said, man, you guys, this is crazy. You know, I'm playing this game and there's just like so much gay sex. And they're like, hmm, do tell. Tell us about all the gay sex you've been having, Joe. And I do, like an idiot, because why not give them more fuel to, uh, <laughs> to make fun of me? <laughs> because that's what straight guys do. They call each other gay all day long. It's just something we learned in the 80s. This is the story that I told them that I found to be the funniest. Um... I got to this town and there was this kid, not not a kid, but like a, a son, you know, of, of these two parents. Uh, he's locked in a, like a bamboo jail cell. You know, it's like bamboo tied into a cage that's got him in jail and his parents are standing outside of it and they're just kind of arguing and I walk up and I go, hey, what's going on? Actually, I'm like the Greek God, you know, I'm like, what is going on here? And uh, don't expect me to do a good Greek accent. And the kid... And I say, kid, he's, he's a man, but he's like 20. He's locked in the cage and and he's like, I, I, I'm locked myself in this cage because I know I'm going to hurt my parents. And he gives me this story and he's like, okay. He said, look, I have a sword and I have a shield. And uh, a woman took my shield and a man took my sword. The blacksmith has my sword. He said, will you go and get them for me and give them to my parents so that they can protect themselves against me when I go crazy? You know, he keeps talking about how he's going to lose his shit. So I'm like, okay. So I head out and I go to this huntress village and I find these women, these psychotic, flame throwing arrow women who immediately start beating my ass just for me getting close to their village. I slay them all. I get the shield. All right, so I kill the head huntress, and I get the shield that the guy wants. Then I head over to the blacksmith, and here he is. He's uh, He's got, like, red uh, curly hair, and he's wearing nothing but, like, a leather apron, and he's hammering on his anvil. And I walk up, and I say, uh, hey, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking for a sword that belonged to P.D.O. Right? I don't know. I can you know, It's one of those Greek names. It's like P.D.O. Light to And um, and he says, well, you know, maybe we can make a trade. And I'm like, OK, well, uh, I've got money. I've got other weapons if you want to swap. And he's like, well, you know, he's like, I had something else in mind. And then I have three options to, to respond. And it's, you know, like, I don't do that. Or can we just trade swords? I mean, can we just trade weapons, (laughs) not trade swords? And then there's one with a little heart next to it. And it's like, maybe we could work something out, you know, or whatever. And, of course, I picked the gay option. And uh, then the blacksmith goes on to tell me, well, um, there's a problem, though. Uh, I can give you the sword, but my spear doesn't work. And he ends up convincing me to go out and get these basically like nature's Viagra to pick these five wildflowers. I come back, I give him the flowers cuts to the scene where I throw everything off the fucking table and Mount him and have gay sex with this oily, greasy, dirty, filthy blacksmith. <laughs> and then I get the, uh, the guy's sword that's in jail. So I come back, the guy's still in the jail cell and the parents are outside and they say what happened and I said, well, you know, I got the stuff, I got the sword and I got the shield. I had to kill the woman and uh I don't know, I had to uh <laughs> He like straight up admits it. He's like, "You know, I had to bang the blacksmith." And the the man, the the dad, he goes, "Are you you like, "Are you fucking crazy?" And the son is like, "What's the problem?" And he goes, "Oh my god." He he said uh he says We didn't tell you, but you're adopted. He's like, those were your parents. And Alexios, he goes, you mean I just killed his mom and fucked his dad? (laughs) And Jason that I work with, he he goes, you know, it's supposed to be the other way around, right? You know, you kill the dad and fuck the mom. And um, anyway, that's one instance of uh, out of seven of me having gay video game sex. And I don't know why I tell everyone at work about it, and I don't know why I'm telling you, but I had to tell someone because I, I honestly felt shame. I've I've done some things in my life. And uh this one this one felt wrong, you know. <laughs> this is like confession for me. Uh so yeah, you get it. Stick it up, you fucking ass. Exactly. Okay, so um let me get to the awesome voice messages. For the 200th episode here, a big thank you to all of you who responded more than I expected and all uh, very much at the last fucking minute. Thank you very much. I asked at 10 o'clock this morning. It's now 1141 p.m. on Thursday night. I have to work in the morning. Thank you very much. All right, so let's get this party started uh, with the infamous A.A. Ron, a friend of mine since... Well, I don't know, third grade?
1: Hey, you middle-aged, bald-headed, fat, jelly-rolled, Jewy-headed motherfucker. (laughs) This is Hot Beef, or A-A-Ron, as you know. Happy 200th show. You couldn't have done it without me. You know you are my power bottom and all. I'm the inventor of the banana dilemma. And half of
0: the success of your show, which Mm -hmm. is, like, three, so... Mm -hmm. Fuck off. Love you, bro. (laughs) I'll take Jelly Roll, but I don't know where he got Jewy-haired from. Or bald. I'm not bald. Why do you keep calling me bald? I have a mild, receding hairline. Thank you. He also added this. Oh, yeah. And I'm the better Aaron. And you
1: really need to stop talking so much about the nerds. you beginning to look like a
0: girlfriend that was broken up with. Uh, so Vandy, that's, uh, hot beef calling you out there saying he's the better Aaron. I apologize. He is not, uh, <laughs> and Lafayette, he is obviously referencing our never ending game of homosexual chicken, which I am winning or have one. I guess you gave up, uh, let's see. Next one is from miss Amy
1: playing guitar in the hallways at school during class.
0: That's literally all she sent me. Coming out hot right through the gate there, Amy, with the the reminiscing. No, Amy, she's such a sweetheart. We went to school together, and I know what she's talking about. I used to have this acoustic Les Paul. Yes, a fucking acoustic Les Paul that I traded like a dumbass for another Les Paul that had a broken head, an electric Les Paul. But anyway, I used to carry it around with me everywhere. I skipped class. I don't remember ever going to class in the four years I was in high school. And I would sit out in the halls and just play my guitar because I'm awesome. Thank you for bringing that memory back for me, Amy. Here's Carlos from Nerds Talking, the podcast. Uh, in case you didn't know, Lafayette was the guy who introduced the show. Lafayette and Carlos and a guy named Johnny Not Hung Well and a girl named Laura all do Nerds Talking, the podcast. If you have absolutely nothing to do and you hate yourself, you can tune into them every Friday on all platforms. I highly suggest it if you have low self-esteem. And here's what Carlos had to say, also a man of many words. 200th episode, congratulations. How many of these episodes have you actually been able to look down and see your feet without
1: being on your back? Great job, man.
0: Now, if you hear a little salt in Carlos's voice, that's because uh, I've been making songs about how much I love his brother. And they're pretty, (laughs) if you've been paying attention, they're all pretty gay. And then I wrote a song about Carlos, and it was where I was apologizing to him for showing so much attention to his brother. But I didn't feel that way about him. Yes, I know it all sounds genuinely very gay, but I just love to push the envelope and just have fun with it. I mean, really, honestly, if I were gay, it would solve so many problems or make them all worse. I don't know. But either way, Carlos took that song as me actually saying that I loved him. You know what? I'm, I'm not going to talk about it because it's just, it, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds too real. Anyway, I, I, I've been having fun with these cats. Um, they're in Los Angeles. Great bunch of guys. And uh, we're just always busting each other's balls. And uh, so thanks, Carlos. Uh, this is from the beautiful Jen.
1: We don't have a long and storied history yet, like you do with hot beef and your hockey friends. But I've just got three little words for you: three little words, porta potty.
0: Now, see. Jen thinks she's funny. She's she's considers herself to be funny, and um, she's not. And occasionally, she makes me laugh. But uh, what she's referring to is uh, we went to the beach a few weeks months ago i don't know i'm terrible with time and uh (laughs) i had to you know use the bathroom really really bad and it was just brutal and it couldn't have been a worse time because we were out in the middle of fucking nowhere on the beaches of texas and we finally found a place and that's like just not even a good story at all uh but uh i also sent out a video to her while I was at the gym of me on the toilet and it sounded like this. (coughs) Yep. (laughs) That's the kind of relationship we have. Joey shit his pants! Uh, This is from Lon. Congrats on your 200th episode. By the way, you still suck at Space Marines. Lon is the man. I grew up with him as well. Uh, His house was the place to be. It's where all the skaters hung out lawn is like eight feet tall. He's cool as shit. And, uh, I haven't seen him in a very, very long time. And I think he lives in Colorado. Is that right? I don't know. I'd say, but, uh, good cat. And thank you, Lon. I did not expect to hear a message from you, but I'm very glad that I did. Uh, Patrick. Hey
1: man, thank you so much for allowing us to be on the podcast with you. We appreciate everything, Joey. So, so much. Uh, the boys in the woods would love to thank Joey Valentine for allowing them to be on his podcast. Yo, get fucked.
0: Thank you, Patrick. Just recently made friends with Patrick and Charles. Those two guys do uh boys in the woods, a podcast available on all platforms. And they talk about sports and guy stuff and things like that. And apparently they put out a show every fucking day. So you really have to keep up with them if you want to be current. <laughs> Uh, Very, very genuine, nice guys, and I like them a lot. I hope to do business with them more in the future as far as the podcast is concerned. And this one is from Casey. Hey, hey, Joey. It's your least favorite person out of the duo that is Brooke and Casey. That's right. I said that.
1: But it's your favorite drummer of all time. Uh, God, boy, I miss playing with you. Um, Congratulations on your 200th show. Uh, I've been listening since day one i enjoy the shit out of it you make me laugh it's classic okay half the time i wish i was there to have a conversation with you because i could comment on probably 90 percent of the shit you say for all the listeners out there when joey talks about history and where he grew up all that shit is true because i grew up in the same area
0: i know the same shit all right and joey's just funny when he delivers it okay uh Casey. Now first of all, he, I he he don't know why he said his least favorite person. I mean, I I do love. He's he mentioned his wife Brooke and I love Brooke very much, but I love both of them. But Casey is one of my favorite people in the world. He is an absolute sweetheart. He used to play drums in my band Farewell Nostalgia, our band Farewell Nostalgia, and we played a lot of shows and had a lot of fun. Well, you know, good memories, and I love him like a brother. Like i love him way more than I could love a brother. Thank you, Casey. He actually goes on like that for like another four or five minutes, so I had to cut it off. Uh, he got a little, little sappy on me, and that that message was meant for me, okay? <laughs> because he's one of my negus. All right, and I saved the last, uh, the best for last from Vandy, Mister Aaron, the other Aaron that hot beef is so jealous of. Let's hear, let's hear what Aaron has to say.
1: Joey, 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 what is up, brother? This is Aaron, Austin Aaron, not to be confused with Houston Aaron. Not that you would confuse us. We both have way better taste in music than you, but we'll get there in a minute. Anyway. First and foremost, (laughs) I just want to say I love you like a brother. You know those times when people move and you no longer stay in touch. Well, that doesn't seem to be the case with us. Uh, It's been... Damn near 20 years since we've lived in the same city. We still talk on a regular basis. That's how you know you're a true friend. So want to thank you for that. Also, got to give props where props is due. So proud of you on your journey to sobriety. It's been over three years now.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: your new journey on going to the gym, not <laughs> an easy thing to do. But there's a couple things I want to bring up. First and foremost, Blue October not a punk rock band. <laughs> you, you claim to be punk rock, but Blue October being your favorite band doesn't they really add not. up. Um, not my Jelly band. Roll is not country music. I don't listen to uh, Jelly know, Roll you, either. You probably listen to him all the time now too. You also listen to like Lil Pup and Little Zane, all those lils for hip hop. Not what the real hip hop either, man. About? But. You know, we'll forgive you for that. We keep loving you anyways. And, you know, we've been through a lot together. Played hockey together for a long time. We've uh, gone out many a nights together. Had good times. Some remember, some we don't. Seen a lot of good bands together. All on my recommendation, not yours. Uh, (laughs) Even got a chance to see you play. You know, your band was better than the music you like to listen to. I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. Love you man. Keep up the good work and like put this at like the end of it. I mean, no one needs to hear this shit. All right, <laughs> later.
0: I did. That was the last one. <laughs> okay. First of all, why did you and the other Aaron both say the words jelly roll? I mean, he called me a jelly roll, and you say I listen to jelly roll, and I know who the fuck that is because I work with a bunch of rednecks, and they were talking about him. He's some big fat guy that was in prison that, like, I don't know, is all famous now. Anyway, um, and as far- <laughs> never going to live the Blue October thing down, huh? The album Foiled is fucking brilliant from start to finish. I don't like anything else they've done. I think that's all mediocre. And you listen to shit like Lucero every time you take me to a show. It, the band is so subpar. You're like, bro, dude, bro, dude, let's go have some Pats Blue Ribbon and hang out with the hipsters in Austin. <laughs> How do you live in that fucking city? I met Aaron uh, 24 years ago in the city of Dallas, and we were both drafted onto the same hockey team, and we had to go to our first practice out in Arlington, Texas, and he drove me. And it was just like, we're exactly the same age. We have all kinds of, uh, like, you both had anxiety disorders. Um, It's just, you know, we clicked and we've been very, very close. I mean, I love this man so much. Thank you, Aaron. Sorry. I, I, I feel I deserve to say some stuff back to you. Aaron, Casey, Hot Beef, Jen, Amy, Patrick, Lon, Lafayette, Carlos. I think I got all of you. You guys are all very, very kick-ass. Thank you for making my 200th episode awesome. Keep listening. Tell your friends about it. I think that's good enough. I got to get to bed. I got work in the morning. Hug your children. Kiss your kitty cats. And please be nice. I'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody have a great, great weekend. Never go for retard. Trace again then they'll be oh right there. Whoa, right there.